Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Sauna Podcast. Once again, I'm Josh Ovenoff. Welcome, as always, by the one and only Angel Ortega. It is a huge week. UC 272 fight week. Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal going down from Las Vegas. Before we get into that more, obviously we got to recap last week's UFC. as well as some new stuff, but before we get into the show, as always, RoboGundry.com. If you want 10% off your order, use the code SOUNDOFF at checkout. It's code SOUNDOFF at checkout for 10% off of all your energy needs. As always, amazing sponsor of the program. They developed a premium stack of the form of delicious energy and focused drink. Uh, if you guys are looking for something nice to try, if you're looking for something for maybe you have a birthday coming up, maybe you're trying to get something for a friend, RoboEnergy.com, code SOUNDOFF, 10% off of your order. Uh, last Saturday night from the UC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada, UC Vegas 49. Well, it, you know, it went the way it was supposed to. Islam Makashev defeating Bobby Green via TKO 323 of the first round. You know, Bobby went out there. He said he was going to do what, you know, he did what he said he was going to do. You know, he went out there. He punched Islam Makashev in the face. The issue is Islam Makashev does not like getting punched in the face, and he promptly took him down and got full mount damn near immediately and, you know, got the TKO win. Um Look, man, I don't think there's a whole lot to say about this one, um, at least in regards to how the fight went. But just go ahead and give me your brief thoughts about it. I mean, we knew it was going to happen, right, Josh? It's not a it's not a surprise, is it? Like, did anybody really come out of that, like, not expecting this to kind of go this way? Let's just be honest. Yeah. I mean, you knew it was going to happen. Obviously, a lot of people were kind of hoping for a Bobby Green upset or maybe Bobby Green to – to at least give him a tough fight or, or something, and it, it really didn't end up being that. It was really uh, just another night in the office, man. It was uh, it didn't take up a lot of time, and uh, it got in and got out, man. Easy paycheck, honestly. Yeah, about as easy as it gets. I mean, look, full credit to King Bobby Green. He truly is a king. Um, taking that fight on short notice, nobody wanted it. A lot of people admitted, like even, um, you know, he questioned – why a fighter on the other card, Armand Sarukian, for example, he didn't take the fight, and why he wasn't offered the fight. He actually was, but he turned it down. Uh, a lot of people did turn it down. In the end, you know, Bobby Green's not that guy. I was happy for him to get the main event spot, but this is kind of what we expected. In the aftermath, he got on Instagram and said that, you know, uh, he didn't really like the stoppage. He thought it was a bit early. Uh, do you thought this? I mean, just your personal opinion. What do you think about the stoppage itself? I thought it actually came really, really early. I mean, maybe, maybe you know, as a ref, you know. You, you see stuff, maybe he saw something that we didn't, or he felt like it was just just generally a good idea. He, I don't know. Maybe maybe he, there was just some thought, like, I don't think he's going to get out of it. I don't know, right? Like, there's, I don't have a big issue with it, right? Because we know what would probably happen anyways, but at the same time, every, every fighter wants a good chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look, I mean, I understand that people, because I saw Bobby kind of get shit on for that. Um it's not like he controls that, but yeah. In in terms of like him complaining about the stoppage, I mean, um, in in like I understand. I thought it was really, really early, but at the same time, maybe I didn't see what Herb saw. I saw people were like, "Well, it wasn't going to change." I'm like, "Yeah, but still, like, there's a reason why you let fights play out." But in the end, yeah, probably wouldn't have changed. But I, at the end of the day, shout out to Islam Makachev. I thought he was going to get a title shot after this. I really did because he's on a nice win streak. Granted. What one top ten win? Like well, he Josh, does kind of have. 
I mean, oh, let's just call a spade spade. I mean, like, let's just be honest. He, no, no, not no. all of it is his fault, obviously. No, but at the same time, though, Josh, he, he it seemed like he was going to get the title shot if he would have fought this weekend. True. He came out, in case you guys don't know, we'll talk about UC 272 in probably about 15, 20 minutes. But, um, you know, RDA's opponent, obviously, Rafael Fazio is going to be some Rafael, Rafael violence. He had to pull out of the fight. Islam Makhachev took to Twitter. He's like, I want that fight. Give me that fight. RDA, stop ducking me. You know, because they've had three fight bookings. I think Islam has pulled out twice. RDA's pulled out once. Um, anyways, talking shit. And then I guess they offered the fight to him, and he turned it down. So they're like, all right, so you pulled this stunt. You're not getting your title shot. You're going to fight Vinyl Darish next. Bam. Which... Obviously, I think that's really, really dumb and a stupid way to determine title shots because that means Conor McGregor is probably going to get it next. <laughs> He's probably going to fight the winner of Justin versus Charles. Which, by the way, if you're Conor McGregor, goddamn, like there's like not not a good option either way. No, I was about to say it's probably the. I mean, as far as like the options for him, it's a good one for him to uh, come back to. Those are much more preferable matchups than fighting fucking Islam Makachev. No, you're um, not wrong. But you know, regardless, it is really stupid. You know something before before we yeah. move on, I do want to mention. I did hear that it potentially could have been a money thing, and then you know, because uh, everyone had to pay you know Islam a, a nice amount, you know. Obviously. Oh, for sure. And then they were already paying a lot of money on that card too, and they're not going to pay uh, Moikana what they're playing Islam. You know what I mean? Oh, that's absolutely a big part. Of and it. especially since it's on a pay per view too, and you know, they're going to have to pay Jorge and Colby Wild. You know, Dana doesn't want. I'm assuming Dana doesn't want to pay. Colby to begin with, anyways. So, <laughs> well, Colby's not getting pay per view points for the, neither one are getting pay per view points for this fight, which uh, is really shitty. Yeah, they're going really cheap on this card. I'm not sure. I feel like UC's heard criticisms of fighter pay and they've started paying them more, like paying them less. Like I, I don't have anything to prove this, but like it, 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 it kind of feels like that. I mean, hey man, they they fucked themselves over because they didn't make this fight in Florida. They did. They did. Uh, it makes no sense for it to be in Vegas. I know that both Masvidal and Colby talked about, like, hey, yeah, we wanted this fight there, but, you know, we don't control it. Um, just strange. Just strange decision-making by the UC for this weekend's card. At least for back to last week's card. Um, yeah, man, this was – this was, it, it, look, it, it it happened. Uh, it was a fight that, like, kind of got pumped for, got hyped for Bobby Green, but, like, you know, this was always yeah. the way it was going to go. I thought we it, it went – yeah, it went quicker than I thought it would, but – you know, that was always almost always the way it was going to turn out. But, you know, regardless, regardless, uh, moving on to the co-main event, a little bit of a weird placement for the co-main event. Um, but regardless, was still uh, still a pretty damn good fight. Uh, willing to determine upsetting Misha Serkinov, um, getting this out of honestly out of nowhere, getting the submission victory. I thought he was done in round two, but he's able to pull off the comeback. Uh, what are your thoughts about that co-main event? I can't believe it happened, Josh. I can't believe. I really thought Misha was turning around. He he fought up. He fought off some. He fought off the submission. He he was doing well. It seemed like it was going the the, the, the his way. It seemed like he was doing everything he needed to do correctly, and then he ends up on the ground, and the fucking armbar just comes in, and it's just so quick, Josh. It's so it was the quickest shit I've ever seen. Quickest tap I might have seen too, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Um out of nowhere like that's all you can say about it that shit came out of nowhere dude um shadow was determined but obviously i think kind of the bigger lead in this is like dude misha sarkinov 
I don't want to say he's one of the biggest UFC busts, but like since I've been watching, he's one of the biggest UFC busts. He can't I, like people really do kind of forget him against Nikita Krylov was like one of the biggest. Like it was a huge fight, a UFC 206 way back in the day, 2016. It's like these two huge prospects were gonna be fucking throwing down, dude. And I think he even moved into the top five after he won that fight. Like, I don't know if that's entirely correct, but he was in the top ten, top seven, somewhere around there. And then he just never got past that hump, dude. Like, you know, he got lost him one after that. Moved down to middleweight now, and he's lost two in a row there. Like, I would not be surprised if he gets cut because he's lost four of his last five. Like, it's been – He's just kind of – Yeah. He's just kind of stuck right now. Like, he can't get over the hump. He is. And it, it's disappointing, man. It's disappointing. I still like Serkinov. Still a cool dude, but, like – He's, he's 35. He's only going to be getting older now. It's just, you know, I'm not sure what really is left for him, you know. One last um, title run, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Weird things have happened. Glover to cherish champion Jorge Masvidal is a fucking huge star, so who knows. Um, he's the BMF champion, Josh. Uh, put some respect is. on his it, name. Why did they not put that on the line in this one? Makes no they sense. They should have. I don't know why they did it. Yeah, it makes no sense. No sense. I guess Jorge uh, but, didn't use Code Chaos at checkout. Maybe he did not use Code Chaos, that's for sure. <laughs> um, anyways, moving on down this one, I really don't think we're we can just skip over the women's fight fight. Hey, Jiang Hun Kim got robbed, or not Jiang Hun Kim? Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about Jiang Hun Kim earlier. I apologize. G G Young Kim. That was a great fight. I did think that she got jobbed on that though. Oh, I thought that dude. I thought she got robbed. It was dude, a fun sh- shout out Priscilla Castro though. She keeps on trucking along, dude. No, you're right. You're right. She is trucking along. I gotta respect it. But damn, dude, I really thought. Her opponent won that. It was a fun fight, though. Shout out to the ladies. They really did put out. Yeah, Priscilla Cashware, I understand everybody wanted to get it cut after the Jim Robertson fight, but, like, girl comes to bang, man. I, I Like, I understand. It's like a, like an entertainment perspective. Oh, but, it, but until, your eye, until your eye gets cashed out, Josh, it's a different story. But, but I don't think Priscilla Cashware is going to come to Brazil, come out of Brazil to find me in Kansas and just fucking die. Josh, until, until, he, until she makes you be coming to Steve, Steve. Michael Bisping, then you'll know. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about it. But yeah, regardless, I thought that was a fun fight. But I think the bigger, this is the biggest fight of the night. You know, in my opinion, should've I would have been the comment. Should have been the comment still. Should have been the main on if we're being completely honest here. Shit, that fuck. If man. they moved, if they, if Islam was off the card, if they just moved him off the card, I mean, would not have had there, a there was one devastating that. thing that did happen during this fight, though, Josh. Okay. Go you ahead. know what that one devastating is? What is that one devastating thing? That on the first takedown, Joel Alvarez gets two. Broken ribs. That's true. That is I, true. That look, is. I obviously, I it's something you just can't control, right? You don't know it's going to happen. I do wonder how different the. I wonder if the fight is completely different after that because the takedowns did come in easily. But dude, he's moving with two fucking broken ribs. You oh, know I'm I, sure. I'm sure it would have been different. I mean, you know, I, I, and it's not like he was being a burger on the like on the on the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. By any means, he was still trying to fight his way out of it in terrible fucking pain you know what i mean yeah so i do wonder sure. how that fight would have gone if he wasn't injured so early and we had no idea about that early anyways uh, we we were looking at that fight like holy shit dude armand sarukin is fucking a beaver some shit he's taking him down at will you know what i mean yeah and it, granted i i still even with the broken ribs though because that was something that he caused this was such an impressive win dude like uh, honestly, it was it was i'm not gonna take away from it i am just heartbroken that that ended up happening yeah and, and, and i'm not trying to but it does give me a little bit of like mm, i do kind of wonder especially just because joel is such a interesting matchup and i mean obviously he'll be back and he's an he's, he's he's a ranked guy 
You know that there's I think yeah, there's no doubt fair. about that. Uh, he can fight, but damn, Armand Serkin did look like a fucking savage, didn't dude, he? Dude, he looked like a fucking. You guys know, I mean, we've we've talked, we love both of these dudes. Joel Alvarez is a fucking gamer, dude. Like he beat up who you fight before Tiago Moises, I think. He battered him so much easier than like obviously different skill sets, but like he made like Tiago Moises, who's a really really good guy, looked like a complete punk. You know, he beat fucking Joe Duffy, ended his career. Like, he's a bad man, and Armand Sarukian gave up, like, fucking seven inches in height, and he beat the dog shit out of him. Like, it was dude, that ruthless. Guy a, he's a fucking unit, dude. And I just want to go and remind people, guys, Armand Sarukian is 25 years old. He's only going to get fucking better. He fought, dude, he fought. Islam Makachev gave him his toughest fight, obviously excluding when he got knocked out, which... You know, Get that right. was so long ago when he got knocked <laughs> But it, by Argino Martins. Um, it was so fucking long ago. Regardless, you know, with the I mean, exception he's not, of He's not the same guy, you know. No, 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 he's not. That was that was in 2015. So with the exception of that, he he's given him his closest fights since then. And Armand Sarukin was like 21 years old. I, I mean, I'm not sure if the math adds up on that. I think he'd be 22. 22 years old, excuse me, when he fought him. And he, got, he took that fight on like two weeks' notice. Like... That is insane, dude. Straight up, uh, an absolute gamer on Monsterkinis. He's only going to get better. I am, uh, like, this win, huge. Who's his next opponent, dude? That's actually the better question. Well, let me go and pull up the rankings, because that's a good-ass question. I was just I about even, to ask you. You know, that. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about Usually, right after the fight, I'm like, dude, who's he going to fight next? <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you that question. So, Armand is ranked 12. Strange. It's kind of ranked that low, but... Um, Dude, I think two fights make a lot of sense. So, obviously, RDA is going to be fighting this weekend. Benny is going to be fighting Islam. Poirier is probably going to move to welterweight. Gaethje is going to fight for the title. A lot of guys are booked. A couple guys that are not booked right now. Brad Riddell is not booked, I don't believe. Diego Fajaya, Gamrot, Fazeev, Gillespie. I think they got to run Gillespie versus Sarukian. Straight I think, up. I think that's the play, too. That's a banger of a fight, too. That is. And the winner of that... Unless, boom, unless, they, unless they want a sacrificial lamb of Tony Ferguson in Armand No, Sarukin. no, no. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that. You don't think they're going to do that? Uh, yeah, because Tony's going to fight Michael Chandler. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I'd love to see the winner of Ferguson Chandler fight the winner of Saruki and Gillespie. Damn, you're already setting it up like that? That sounds Damn like right I am. And the winner Dude, of that Ch- fight the Chandler Saruki sounds like a banger anyways. Can we just oh, set that man. up straight away? Just yeah, that sounds fucking great, dude. I can see Chandler winning that too. Chandler's a weird guy. Though, like I can see him simultaneously winning and also losing to anybody in the top fifteen. Did you come on? Uh, fuck. Are you sure? Maybe not. Um, I okay. Let me rephrase. I think he would always beat De Hego Fajaya. <laughs> okay. That's it. But for the most part, <laughs> I'm saying. For the for the most part, I think that like I mean, see that I mean, it's not like he nuked Dan Hooker, which I mean, he's still in the lightweight rankings, but he's not going to be in them for long. Yeah, I'm 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 obviously not including him because he's moving down. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Anyway, man, I can I can I don't know, man. Armand Saruki, he's going to get a huge fight next. That's what I'm excited about. That's what I'm really excited about is to see I, what happens. I, I wanted to announce it, and he can do a decent turnaround too. He's going to fight. I hope he fights again this year. That's all I hope for. Like, I want him to be active. And so far, he's being more active, you know? Like, he fought in September of 2021, made a – not a somewhat quick turnaround, but from September to February, you know? That's decent. Um, so I'm sure he'll fight again this year. You know, I, want, I, I don't know, right? I mean, I know he's fighting out of Russia. 
and he's Armenian. I wonder if he's uh, by any chance Muslim. I, I'm not going to make any assumptions, but obviously with Ramadan, I know that plays a big part. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if he is or isn't. I'm just asking. I don't know if you know. But if he is, I'm assuming that might um, be a factor. That might be a factor, but I don't know. I don't know for sure. I don't know. No assumptions being made. Just if, if, if it is by any chance, you know, maybe that's why we don't see him as often. Yeah, but regardless, we'll go and see what happens uh, with him in the future. As far as the rest of the card goes, my man, what are some of the other fights you want to go and highlight? Oh, dude, I got to highlight my boy, Anaxo Bahamond is getting the big win. He had his dad in his corner, too. Big time victory for him, obviously, over uh, Juron, who missed weight. Obviously, a uh, shady situation, right? But good for Inasi, right? Because he gets part of his purse. So, he got a nice little payday. I know he's back in Chile with his family, visiting, visiting his old gym. 24 years young, man. I think he has a lot to still improve on, still figure things out. And, I mean, dude, he's 6'3". He's a lightweight. I don't know. I don't think his career will be at lightweight forever. I think he, he needs to put on some weight, dude, and uh, mm-hmm. eventually move up to 170. Or if not, uh, build his frame up at 155 and, and be like a nice, big, decently sized 155er. Because I feel like he's a light 155er right now. Because I think he even comes under the limit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's weighed, he weighed in at 154 these last two times, 154 and a half. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's weighing in 154 and a half because he's going over. I think it's just because he's generally lighter. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly, dude, uh, this card is a bit light. You know, for me personally, but uh, a guy that I'm super high on, get another huge win. Terrence McKinney, uh, obviously incredible story. Came in short notice last time, and he knocked just absolutely new, uh, like annihilated Matt Favola. Um, he's taking on Fair Zayam, choked him out in the first round. You know, um, solid, solid win for him. Only 27 on a crazy win streak right now. Like, Book him again. Book him again. Another guy we want to see again, dude. First round finish you know like honestly he could have fought again last year he did he was set up for last year it got canceled he's supposed to fight his opponent yeah uh but one of mckinney's corner men had covid so that, that fucking sucks but hey man you got this one done i booked the next one get get this ufc contract out of the way and get your money bro keep getting keep, keep getting paid more for Especially. sure and he, he he's a guy that's fucking he's one of those guys like yeah i'm i'm ready i'm an, i'm i'm here dude you know i'm coming on you know he's one of those guys that's like Super confident. It's hard not to argue with his fucking win streak either. Like he's like oh, in the in the first round too. <clears throat> yeah, it's it, like it's one of those things. Like if you look at like sometimes you look at like a fighter's record, it's like oh they don't have too many names. It's how you beat guys. That's what I've always said. And he's fighting guys that are on the lower level, like you know the top. But he's beating third, them the way you should. Beating the shit out of them. So yeah, man, he's he's like he offered to fight RDA this weekend. He's like I'm. It doesn't matter who's gonna be there. I'm gonna be lightweight champ. Like by the end of next year, I'm like, you know what? We'll see what happens. You know, we love that energy. We love that energy. Love it. And I gotta give a quick shout out, man, Michael Gilmore. I don't know what to say about it. We've we we we've done the exact opposite of pump this guy up. We pumped him down. We pumped him down. We're like, this guy's not good. But <laughs> we respect him though. He's come back every time. I mean, he's definitely getting cut after this. He, there's no way, right? No way. I mean, Josh, they also gave him another terrible matchup. I mean, they gave him another guy. Oh, they're dude. They're not doing they're doing this fucking dude any favors. Like, oh, dude, this guy has so many wins over rear naked choke, guillotine choke. And he, he, you know what? He fought out of one. You know, he he showed some heart in there. Um, yeah. and he showed heart in his last fight too. He's just not very good. You know, he's just not UFC caliber. 
Yeah, and, you know, maybe he will get another fight just because, like, Dana loves guys that, like, coming on, like, short notice and they're willing to fight anybody, and that's exactly what Michael Gilmore does, but I don't know, man. I don't know. It's and, he just, got, and he did get an opponent change, too, but still. You yeah, Ramin's Vermage is a good motherfucker. Like, he's fucking good. Like, you know. He, he, he was supposed to fight uh, Johnny Parsons originally, which, I mean, maybe would have been a better fight for him. I don't know, but... You know, it's just Michael Gilmore and anybody who can take him down and get, has a pretty good submission game. It's not it's a good mix. Yeah, it's, it's not rough, a good man. mix. Not a good night in the office for him. No, not at all. Um, and as far as the rest of the card goes, it was it was a good card. Not a whole lot of huge names on it though. Uh, this weekend though, man, fucking love it. I'm so pumped for this card. So pumped for this fight. It's a pay per view, man. Yeah, UC 272 going down to the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, this Saturday. Colby Covington. Was Jorge Masvidal, former friends turned bitter rivals, is the tagline of the poster, and it couldn't be any more accurate. These two guys were fucking roommates, dude. They were the bestest of friends, all right, for a long time, for a long, long time, up until around 2019. I believe it happened after Covington uh, beat RDA. You know, um, I guess there's some issue with like a coach not getting paid, and it, it like had a it wedge started this whole beef between them. Coach actually is confirmed. Like I see a lot of people are like. Man, it did. Who do you guys believe in this whole Colby, you know, Jorge situation? Like, I'm like, dude, the coach has like said for years, like, yeah, Colby didn't pay me. Like, like, there's no real, the, the beef is well known at this point, like how the source started. Like, but regardless, they're gonna throw down, you know. After all the talk, they've called each other out for the last couple of years now. Finally, it's it's gonna happen, dude. And and this is, has more than just the beef. It's like the winner of this. It, like keeps themselves alive. They keep themselves above water. Both these guys, obviously, Covington has the the Usman rub by virtue of like you know he had close fights with the guy, but he still has lost two of his last three. Moswell has lost two in a row. Um, in it, but thanks to their name value, they are going to be fighting main event five rounds. Man, I mean, give me your early thoughts. You don't have to give the pick right now, but what are your early thoughts? What's your anticipation level for this weekend? I'm really excited, man. I've, I've been saying that I've been wanting this fight for a while now. And, dude, there's so much footage out there of them being, you know, friends, hanging out and, you know, living with each other. Just, uh, it, it's hard to believe that, you know, these guys don't like each other now with all the stuff you see. You know, I've been watching uh, some of the videos on the YouTube channel and, like, watching a little, uh, you know, uh, pre, like, little pre-hype videos that the UFC uploads, man. And you read the comments and a lot of people feel the same way. They're like, damn, dude, this it's kind of sad, man, you know? Yeah, it's kind of sad, like that they 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 don't like each other anymore, and you know that they're in this situation because they, they seem like a just a happy duo, dude. You know, it, it, uh, I don't know if I could compare it to our friendship, Josh, but you know I could definitely relate to having a good friend, right? <laughs> and uh, a good friend turned into an asshole, bro. I think we can both fucking actually never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, maybe we have more parallels. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got us there. Okay, Josh. I got, got your ass, didn't I? Yeah. 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 You're right. I guess we can relate somehow. Maybe not you and me directly, but you and me and other friends we've had in the past. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, though, you know, we've all we all have had a friend, right? And we all we've all been there. And imagine, you know, going through and not being that anymore. And obviously, if you get like us, we've experienced that. It's. uh you know, you have that sort of animosity. So I, I, I get, I get where it's coming from. For, for these guys, dude, they're they're fighters, dude, and they actually get to fight. And it's gonna be, you know, I remember what was it, Josh? Maybe a few months ago, we were talking. I'm like, dude, there's no, there's no fucking, 
sick ass rivalries right now, dude. I, w- I want some shit where like they can't even be in the same fucking Jones room. DC, though, you know, you know, I, I, w- I want them not be able to even to see each other, dude. I need, I need like seven security guards to even stop it, dude. You know, like the Mike Tyson. Remember whenever Mike Tyson Lennox Lewis fought, they had an entire row of security guards in the ring when they were doing announcements. I want that shit, bro. I want that energy. You know, and I think we're going to get that, dude. I don't know what's going to happen after the fight. I don't know what's going to happen leading up to the fight. Obviously, we got media tomorrow, which is going to be a big fucking thing, dude. Obviously, with the fans live. And, you know, you saw Jorge commit verbal murder on fucking ESPN. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm getting pumped up talking about it now, man. I'm really feeling the energy now. You know, I didn't have it uh, earlier in the week, but now now I'm getting it, dude, because Tomorrow it's time, man, and it's and, and it's actually. Do we get media today? Do we get any media today since it's uh, Thursday? Um, we get it tomorrow. That's a, that's a good question. Actually, we should get a press conference later today. Yesterday was the media day. I'm not sure if you caught anything of that. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, didn't. I watched. I watched a lot of that stuff because you know I have to do it. For, it's my literal fucking job. You hear? Uh, no, right, you know, Josh. you mentioned like what's what's gonna happen in the aftermath. You know what Colby said? Somebody asked him like, "Are you gonna are you gonna make you know amends like how you did it with Kamaru?" You know what he said? What he, said. he said, why would I want to be friends with that fucking criminal? That fucking scumbag. That waste of... I'm like, Jesus, fuck! Colby's holy, like... <laughs> holy fuck, man. This man's unleashing. Right, he is. And, the same, and I don't remember what... I'm pretty sure and somebody they, asked... Dude, uh, Colby's gonna walk out with Jorge's ex, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He even said, he's like, dude, they li- his family likes me more than they like him. I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck. What the fuck? What is that? <laughs> dude, I'm like, Jesus... Fuck Colby, chill out, man. Like, but yeah, so they're not gonna make amends after this. I think that because here's the thing: is like the Kamaru beef. Like, yeah, Colby said a lot, literal racist shit. Like, like literally racist. Said it, man. We've talked about this. Some terrible stuff. However, you know, um, that a lot of that was being. It's weird to say he was being racist for the gimmick. You know, I truly believe he was playing the character. Um, and a lot of the time, the character lines get blurred because you know. A lot of people at AT are like, yeah, Colby's the character now. But, you know, with Kamaru, we kind of knew that was, like, what it was. With Masvidal, this is a real be- – have you seen the video of everybody from ATT talking about the rivalry? I think I've seen something like that. Or I saw the the – what is it called? The Embedded's because I, I know they did have an Embedded where they had quite a few of the guys talking about it. Dude, they had a whole compilation of guys at ATT talking about it. And there, there was, like, Arlovsky in it and Yoana in it. Like other people in Larlowski was like, but like, so what do you think about Kobe? He's like, fuck that piece of shit. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man. Like, yeah. Andre Larlowski is not a man you want angry at you. All right. Joanna said something similar. He's like, Kobe's flaunting all his money. Like, dude, you know, we know you have money problems. That's why you're not paying coaches. All right. You're not Conor McGregor. Like, she went off on him, you know, like, and there's a whole like three minute video of like guys about ATT talk about the rivalry. I'll be like, yeah, he's become the character, you know? Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm hyped for this fight. Um, I'm, I'm so pumped about it, man. I'm so pumped. I'm, I'm way more excited than I thought I was going to be. Cause I like, there's no real implication of this fight. Like even if the, whoever wins, it's not going to get a title shot next. Cause they're literally down 0-2 in the rivalry with Kamar. Both of them are. I know. Um, right. Devastating. Like there's no, there's like negative stakes in this one. Like there's, they're pretty much essentially only fighting cause they dislike one another. Like and, even Colby, and for money. Yeah, well, and for money, but even money is not that big a part of it. Because, like, Colby talked about, like, yeah, I'm not getting pay-per-view points for this fight. I didn't try to negotiate a new contract because it was a main event. I just want to fight him. And it was the same thing for Jorge. So, so they just dislike each other. Like, this is that real beef. Um, that real fight shit. 
Yeah, I remember like years ago, people were like, "Are do do Jorge and Colby actually dislike each other?" People were like, "Ah, oh, no, nah, they're just doing it for like to stay in the headlines." I they're don't boys. know about that, dude. I always thought they didn't like each other. They just yeah. it was weird because I had seen the video of them being cool, and I'm like, I wonder what happened. Now yeah. I know. Now we know. Now it started with like Colby not paying one of their mutual coaches, and it just spiraled out of control. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I think there's only thing left. Uh, only thing left to do is kind of make picks. You know, obviously, going into this one. I believe Colby is a three to one favorite. I don't know if that's accurate. I'm pretty sure the Bing lines opened up at that. Um, I can look it up right now. But regardless, Colby is a massive favorite. It seems he's the odds-on favorite. Everybody seemed to pick him. Do you think that Jorge Masvidal can spring the upset on Saturday night? Without giving my pick away, I do think he can. I think he can win this fight. I don't Fair know if that comes. I don't think. I don't know if that comes as a surprise to you or not. But I think he's capable of winning this fight. Look. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. You know, obviously, it's been a while since they trained together. But there's there's some knowledge of each other there, right? You know, certain mm-hmm. things don't change. Some tendencies stay the same, right? Still the same guy at the end of the day. You know, we, you know, he still bleeds. I still bleed, you know, type deal. Yeah. Right? Only only so much has happened in, in such a long period of time. You know, they, they know each other in a way some other people don't know, right? And uh, how much of a factor that plays in the fight? Who fucking knows, right? It's been so long that things uh, might be a little different. Maybe the things have changed. One guy has improved on something. One guy hasn't improved on one thing. You know, they used to fuck him up with all the time. But uh, that that's definitely something going into it. On top of that, dude, I always look back at that fucking Kamaro first fight, dude, with the botch, not the botch, but, you know, the shitty weight cut in Abu Dhabi last minute making weight, and Kamaru still didn't take uh, – Kamaru still didn't take Jorge down, man. He had him on the cage. He had to grind him against the fence. Just had to hold him and hold him and hold him, dude. And uh, honestly, dude, I don't think Colby has as good at takedowns as fucking Kamaru, dude. I'm just going to say it. I don't think he does. And I don't know if Colby will be able to take him down. If Colby is able to take him down and is able to pile them on, if he starts getting them and he's able to put him against the fence and tired him out and set the pace that he can't set, I do think this fight could go Colby's way. And mm-hmm. for Jorge, dude, I think Jorge's going to tune him up on the feet, dude. He's going to tune him up on the feet. He's going to touch him up. His combinations are going to land better than what Kamara's would. They're going to land cleaner than what Kamara's would. And look, Kobe's had two fucking heavy, heavy fights in not too long of a time against Kamara, dude. He's taking shots, eating shots. He's been taking damage. Got knocked damage. down one of them, you know? You know, he, he's, he's been getting lit up, man. Uh, look, Jorge did get knocked out, but he's never been knocked out in his career. And it was the cleanest fucking shot in the world, man. Perfect fucking weight distribution. I, I mean, everything was perfect in that shot. I don't think Kobe's going to beat him on the feet i don't think he's gonna tune him up or anything i think jorge masvidal has a great chance of winning this he could get wrestle fucked against the cage i do think that's a possibility and it could turn into a boring into a boring fight for some reason though i don't think that's gonna happen i'm picking jorge as the upset pick josh oh wow taking jorge yeah dude look you brought up a really really good point um the way that kamaru usman beat jorge masvidal is a completely different way than colby's gonna have to do but at the same time, people really do – I feel like people just don't watch Colby's fights. They just have, like, this weird image in their head. Like, I've watched Colby's He's just entire, a god. <laughs> no, I'm I, mean, that's, I mean, that's it for a lot of people like because he had close fights with Kamaru, but, like – and they know he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler in the same way that Kamaru is. He will get you up at the fence. He will grind you. He will do a lot of clinch work. He's not a double A guy. He's not a he's not a Habib style wrestler. He's gonna get you up with the cl- get you up with the clinch. He's gonna get you up against the fence. He's gonna try and wire on you. He's gonna try and grind on you. That's how he's gonna get takedowns. But people act like we saw Usman can do it. Jorge is very good in the clinch. Um, he's very very good at stopping stuffing takedowns. Um, 
And the way that Kamara beat him is because he would fake the takedown and he would land right hands. We saw that in the second fight. He went ahead and fainted the takedown, landed the cleanest right hand you'll ever see. Like, like movie shit, dude. And he put him down, put him out. We are very well aware that Colby does not have that power to do that. Could he faint takedowns, land big shots? For sure. But Jorge does have an iron chain. He's been knocked out once in his entire career. And obviously that plays into it because we just saw that in his last fight. But he did the right thing. He took some time off. He took a year off out of the cage. He did not run back in there to take more damage. I still think Jorge's chin's probably going to be mostly the same. And even if it's not mostly the same, I don't think Colby's going to be the guy to expose it. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I thought about this all week. And I think I've always been wary of one thing in MMA. Whenever your stock is built entirely off of losses. For like Just as this one example. Remember back in the day whenever Lando Venata fought Tony Ferguson mm-hmm. and he gave him hell? And, like, Lando got pumped up into oblivion. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know how in touch with you were, like, with MMA at that time. But, like, Lando got hyped to oblivion because he gave Tony a, a close fight. And this has been – that's just one example. This happens a lot throughout MMA history where, like, a guy will look good in defeat. He'll exceed expectations, and he'll get pumped up into oblivion. And every single time, those guys come crashing down because you should not build stock off of losses. What is Colby's best win? Like, a close fight with RDA four years ago? Like, he's had issues with training. He's 34 now. I mean, Jorge's getting older, too, but, like, we've seen Jorge get better with age. He's also, like, a lot of his wins are still somewhat relevant. Actually, I take that back. Neither one of these guys was irrelevant. I just, I just remembered who, like, who Jorge's who his last fight was with Nate Diaz. But regardless, both these guys, a lot of their wins are not great. Like, they're built up entirely off of their personalities, the way they talk, and the way they, per, like, put themselves in positions. Like, I'm... I'm also going to pick Jorge Masvidal for the upset. I think this is his time, dude. I, I really don't – I think he's coming to this emotional, but I think so is Colby. And I think Colby – he's taking a lot of damage, man. I understand that, obviously, Jorge got knocked out. But we've seen a lot of fights where Colby just gets battered and he wins based on the fact that, like, you know, he has more activity, he has more pressure. But he takes a lot of damage doing that. There's only so long you can do that before his chin gets cracked. He got cracked once against Camaro. He got nearly finished in the second fight against Camaro. Whenever he fights, like, precise strikers, it tends to not go very well for him. Just because we haven't seen that happen too much. He fought RDA, who is a pressure guy. Damian Maia tuned him up on the feet. Damian came as fast as prime. Like, those are kind of his only... Uh, Tyron Woodley fucking got knocked out by Jake Paul, like, a couple months after he fought man. Colby. So, I mean, look, man, I'm... I just don't think he'd be able to. They got five rounds, right? They're gonna go ahead and stay on the feet for five rounds. I don't think he's gonna be able to get him out of this. Every every single round starts on the feet, and I also don't think that Jorge, like, I don't think Colby's gonna be able to get him down to the mat. I'm gonna take Jorge Moswell if he the upset knockout. Am I confident about that? Not at all. Do I think it's gonna happen? Yes. I'll take Jorge fucking, for the upset. Fucking love that energy. Yeah. Um. Regardless, I think it's gonna be a hell of a fight. I would not be surprised if it goes the other way, but. I don't know, man. I'm pumped, man. I really am pumped for it. Um, moving on down the car, the co-main event. Obviously, we mentioned it. Hafa Fiziev out, and Adam Moicano in. We're going from Rafael Rafael violence to a different R name, Rafael versus Donato. Um, Angel, you hate this fight. I know you went ahead. And <laughs> I don't <laughs> hate the fight. It's just not what I wanted. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Whatever, bro. Fuck off. You just um, got mad because I called you a sheep. That's all it is. How am I a sheep for liking this fight? I just—it's just the fact that you were just accepting it. 
I mean, what the fuck? You were you you were just complacent that you weren't outraged. <laughs> but what am I gonna do? There, complain. <laughs> complain. You're a media member, Josh. You can complain. They'll listen to you. you I can't. Have a, I can't. I can't make you Islam have a badge. Accept. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't make Islam accept the fight. And of the available options, I yeah, this one's probably like that, best. Bro. Huh? <laughs> I said, damn, why'd you call him out like that? I mean, that's literally what happened. <laughs> Brother, you I like match. this fight, though. I'm a big Hanato Moicano fan, so I'm not going to complain. You must have a lot of faith in Hanato Moicano. No, no, no. I, I mean, we'll get into the preview in a second. But, like, obviously, Hanato Moicano, we just saw this man, what, like a month ago? Less than a month ago? Uh, not beating the shit out of Alexander Hernandez, who really <laughs> – that did not work out well for him, calling out the UFC, like, like why am I not on the main card? Got put on the main card, get annihilated. Yeah, no, no, not a good look. Yeah, man. And Hinata Moicano, interesting guy. He's 32. He's a guy that was, like, really, really pumped up. I mean, he was a guy that, like, looked like future title challenger, you know? And he got damn close a couple of different times, you know? Had he beat Brian Ortega, he would have gotten the title shot. Had he beat, you know, Jose Aldo, he would have that title shot. So on and so forth. He moved up to lightweight. Kind of, you know, a couple of, you know, he's three and one at lightweight, but you also got to remember, like, lightweight is a super deep weight class. He's not even close to ranked. Like, um, you know, interesting, interesting stuff going on there. Uh, as far as this fight goes, man, Rafael Dos Anjos, we haven't seen him in, you know, a year and a half. Last fight with Paul Felder on, like, three days' notice. Uh, that was a hell of a fight, though. Fight of the night, beating via split decision, which was a terrible split. Um, you know, Anato Moicano got a chance to jump into the top five here. On just like four days notice. Give me a preview for this fight, my man. Look, once again, dude, it's one of those scenarios for the guy where the guy is unranked and it's just a, the biggest fucking W if he wins. Does he get it done, Josh? I don't believe so, bro. I don't think so. I think RDA is going to come in. I hope we get the good RDA, though, if you know what I'm saying. I was listening to someone talk about this. They're like, dude, do you ever think, do you ever watch RDA and you're like, sometimes he's just kind of checked out, you know? Like, you don't get that RDA, you know? Like, he's just not showing up for that one, you know, and he'll lose to a guy that he probably shouldn't lose to. I wonder if that's going to happen. I don't think it will, but uh, I'm going to pick RDA for this one. It, look, it's on short notice. He won last time on short notice. Well, not not him. He, you know, he won last time against a short notice opponent. I doubt his short notice opponent is going to be able to give him too much of a threat. I mean, I think he'll give him a good fight. I'm not going to discredit Hinata Moikana. I'm not going to say his ability is something good. You know, he can definitely give him a fight. He has a possibility of winning. Do I think he's going to win? No. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I am. Um, I think there's actually a pretty good chance of Anato Boy kind of pulling this off. I'd feel better if it was like, I'll be straight up. If this fight wasn't such short notice, I'd actually pick Anato Boy Kano. I think he's a very good style to stop RDA. It, with very good leg kicks, pretty damn good cardio in his own right. Very good striker. Like he's very well rounded. He's also big for lightweight. Like I'm not sure how that dude ever made featherweight. Um, very big for the weight class. Um, I believe he said he he weighed in 180 when he took this fight. So, God damn. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting cut for him. Um, they are going to be finding it a catch weight 160, but still, though. Um, RDA, man, I feel like because he he's ranked so high that we do kind of forget his recent struggles. Um, I mean, he beat Paul Felder, but I feel like he probably should have beaten Paul Felder a lot easier than he did, considering Paul Felder took that fight on such short notice. Lost to Chiesa, lost to Leon Edwards. He beat Kevin Lee, but, you know, that was Kevin Lee at 170. He's kind of... I mean, he's been struggling for a long time. Got marked by Usman. Um, close fight with Colby. That's essentially his track record since 2018. So a couple ups and downs there. 
Um, obviously, the cut to lightweight is rough for him as well, but we'll see what happens, man. I'm going to take RDA. I just think short notice. He's been training for a long time. He is 37, which does give me some pause. At a certain point, he is going to fall off. I don't think it's going to happen here, though. I think he's going to get the win. I think he's going to move on. And, you know, RDA is a guy, you know, 37 years old. He's only getting older, but yet still, even with the ups and downs, you got to give him some credit, dude. Like, he's going to probably move in the top five with this win. It'd be 37 years old, and it'd be top five. It's borderline insane at lightweight. Like, that is just fucking – like, you never – Dude, like we said uh, we said a Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. Dude, we might get RDA versus Michael Chandler. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. That's a banger. You know, the, dude, we, we we you know we just like Michael. Ch- dude, Michael Chandler just has a lot of great matchups in this weight class. He's so fun. That's the thing. Like he always comes to bang. He does. Like and the thing, and like I remember in Bellator, he kind of caught criticism over the years because he would either show up to bang or he would just have a complete flop and he would just try and wrestle and not really. He'd, he'd take the safe way, you know. Hey man, um, you on that though. You want to win? Yeah, exactly. But since he came to the UFC, he's like, "Fuck it!" Like he's just going balls out in every single fight, and I love it. You know, love my love me some Michael Chandler. Uh, but yeah, man, as far as the lightweight fight goes, it's gonna be five rounds too. I like these five round co-mains where it's non-title, like you know, no good reason to be five rounds, but I like it. You know, wait, the co-mains will be a five rounder? Yeah, because it was supposed to be your five rounder with uh, Hafael and Hafael, so they slept it. Oh fuck, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that's the main reason why I'm picking uh, Dosanyas. Five rounds on a couple days' notice. Oof. I don't know. Maybe Makanda could do something with the five rounds. If it was three rounds, I'd feel a lot more confident. But well, because he could do yeah. more in three in a very short amount of time. I get that. But five rounds, you never know. But at, at this, there's there's factors. Uh, wins win. There's a win and a loss to both. You know, in my opinion. For sure, I get that. I get that. I have strong opinions about this next fight, Josh. This next fight being Edson Barboza versus Bryce Mitchell. Yes. What are your thoughts? Dude, I think Bryce Mitchell's gonna get fucked up by Edson Barbosa. <laughs> really? Dude, I think I think Edson Barbosa's gonna hurt Bryce Mitchell terribly. Huh? Give me give me your rationale, like. Dude, first of all, one every fight every fight starts on its feet, you know. Mm-hmm. For one, on top of that, uh, was it called? I don't think Bryce Mitchell's gonna be able to take down Edson Barbosa at fucking will, you know. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. another thing. And Edson Barbosa, like, if you take him down, it's like he, it, it, I feel like he only, if you do take him down, the guys who are give him trouble are the guys who are like controlling on the ground. You know what I mean? The, the guys who keep him down, the the wrestling guy, the, the you know, like the Habib style. You know, obviously yeah. not that specific style, like Habib, right? Obviously that's unique to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even then, like Habib still had to try a fair bit to get the takedowns on Edson Barbosa in that fight. But a lot of people forget. Obviously he did get him, and they they worked out really well. And he kept him on the ground, right? It's not like he was yeah. getting up from them. But to get to them, he still had to work a little bit for them. And Bryce Mitchell isn't Habib, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of faith in Edson Barbosa. A lot of people are picking Bryce Mitchell. I don't know fully why he has a good ground game. His stand-up isn't great or anything. Like, I think Edson Barbosa is, like, fucking, obviously, way beyond. And he's way ahead of a lot of people in this division. Yeah. Whereas Bryce Mitchell has never fought anybody to the level of Edson Barbosa. And no disrespect no, to Andre, no disrespect to Andre Feely. Andre Feely probably at that point was his best fighter he's ever fought, I think. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not even close. Bryce Mitchell's very, very good, but he's very untested. Yeah, I think this is the biggest test of his career. If he can get threats on Barbosa, that would be really impressive. He's going to have to be really tough in this fight and just show a lot of adversity. He's going to take a lot of damage, I think. And if he wants to win, dude, I mean, he's going to win by submission. He's not going to win by fucking. You know, decision win is going to be really tough, too, unless he can keep it on the ground a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And even then, I think Barbosa is still going to be like, you know, be able to fight out submissions, get up to back to his feet. Because I don't think Bryce Mitchell is going to be able to hold him down. Mm-hmm. I think we got to, I think, you know, even with Barbosa's last loss to Giga, you know, he lost a guy who, you know, he fed into his game. I don't think that's going to happen in this fight. Yeah. Look, and also, I mean, the good news is that Bryce Mitchell is the first fighter to not have to worry about losing brain cells by fighting. That's the good news. Um, <laughs> No, nothing. All right, anyway, so as far as... I had water in my mouth. It was actually, like, great timing. Huh? I had water in my mouth, so it was, like, great timing. Nice. Um, Yeah, man, as far as this fight goes, I mean, it's funny. I'm kind of on the same, like, wavelength that you are. As far as this one goes, man, I feel like a lot of people are really sleeping on Barbosa. I don't know what the betting odds are for this one. Um, But, dude, like, all I've seen is Bryce Mitchell. Like, you've been, like... I pulled it up right now. Okay, he is... He is a actually only a slight favorite, minus 165. I do think it's, at some point it yeah. was bigger, though. That's what I thought. I want to see what the what the opening is. By the way, I never really got back to it. Colby's a damn near 4-1 to one favorite against Jorge. It's only getting wider, which is fucking wild. Um, anyways, though, uh, as far as this go, fight goes, man, I mean, you know, I really think Barbosa is being slept on a bit here. Um, if you, I feel like because he got wrestled, like annihilated by Habib and Kevin Lee all the way back in the day, you know, people forget just how good he is at grappling. If you exclude those two fights, nobody really takes him down. Like nobody. And at 145, he looks huge. Oh yeah. Um, he's, he's strong as shit. He's strong as shit, dude. Like he's absolutely insane. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Barboza, man. I really do think like that last fight at Giga really kind of. I don't know, man. Like, I really do think it's kind of a, a nice fight for him. Like, I think Bryce Mitchell, my biggest criticism of him has always been, like, on the feet, he's kind of a sitting duck. He really, really is. Um, like, he doesn't get so much criticism because he's not, like, he's not, like, Chase Hooper level, you know? No. Um, where but he's, he does like, get he tagged should, up, though. <laughs> he, get tagged, he gets tagged up, for sure. And also, he, he has a, that grappling style where it's always just get a hold of you. But if you can't get him down, you know, it's kind of a problem. He's not a great... He's not a great takedown guy. He's just a good, like, submission. You know what I mean? Like, good control on the ground, but it's hard for him to get the fight there sometimes. And Enzo Barboza's huge. He's strong. I'm going to take Barboza here, man. Um, so we're on the same page for that one. Moving on down the card, I'm actually very excited for this fight. I think it's kind of like one that's flying under the radar. Kevin Holland moving on down to welterweight. I believe this is going to be his welterweight debut. Um, actually, well, at least in the UFC. Anyways. I think he's fought at welterweight before, but just not in the UFC. Yeah, correct. Um, it's going to be his welterweight debut in the UFC. Taking on Cowboy Alex Oliveira. Uh, Cowboy, I think, passes prime, I'd say. He's 34, but he's an old 34. I mean, he's been in the UFC for like 10 years. Not 10 years. More like eight years now. Um, yeah, man. I'm going to go ahead and take Kevin Holland here. But, dude, I'm very – I'm excited for this one. What do you think? I think it's going to be a fun banger. I'm picking Kevin Holland. I think he get a late finish, too. I'm not sure why he moved down to 170. I think he should have stayed at 185, hired a nutritionist, put on some masks. Because he was a very light 185er, dude. But he was still tagging people up. I mean, he tagged, uh, was it Brunson or Marvin Vittori late in the round in their, in their fight? Both like, of them. Both of them. He tagged both of them really late. And you kind of wonder, with maybe some improved wrestling, some added muscle, some good diet, you know, what happens at 185? You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm kind of disappointed he's moving down to 170, honestly. I think the matchups were more fun to me at 185, and I think the title, reaching the title at 185 would have been a lot quicker than reaching it at 170 for him. 
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. I really think those three losses, granted one of them became a no contest to the one to Kyle Vakas. I think they really fucked him up, man. I don't think he'd ever admit it, but, like, it's one thing to go from being the guy who gets, like, six wins in a year to losing three in a row. Like, that's got to be the biggest roller coaster of emotions that any human being has to deal with. Like, that was just so rough. And even though, like, it got overturned to a no contest, you know, you talk to a lot of fighters when that sort of thing happens. They're like, no, nah, man, I lost that. Like, a lot of people are hard on themselves when that sort of shit happens. Um but regardless, man, I, I do think this is a good fight for him. I don't, I'm not sure if I like the move to 170, but I guess we'll see what happens. You know, like I said, I'm more of the camp that you are, where like at 185, he's already established, he's already ranked. You know, um, he might as well hire nutrition. He's already working on his wrestling. You know, with Johnny Hendricks. So shout out, shout out the, the OG Johnny Hendricks. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not sure how I feel about. It. We'll have to see what happens though. Um, I do think this is a good matchup for him to get his feet wet at 170, though. He's definitely not jumping into the deep end, which I'm a big fan of. But, you know, the card opener, dude, how the fuck is Greg Hardy still on the main card? Like, I understand it's kind of a meme at this point, but, like, Greg Hardy has been on the main card of every single UFC fight he's ever had. Every single one. Um, Which is insane to me. Um, he's lost two in a row, but granted, Tai Tuivasa and Marching Tabora, very good guys. Very, very good guys. Nearly knocked out. He had Tai Tuivasa more rock than Derek Lewis did, which wild to think about. Because Greg Hardy's always been a guy that, like, you see, like, he has the physical ability. He's just not all the way there yet. And I'm not sure if he'll ever get all the way there because he's 34 now. But um, regardless, uh, he's thinking on Sergei Spivak. You know, weird guy. I don't think anybody expected Sergei Spivak to come in and be as good as he has been in the UFC. He, I mean, he started off his career by getting knocked out by Walt Harris in like 15 seconds. So, you know, regardless, he's coming off a loss to Tom Aspinall, who dominated him. But that doesn't mean a whole lot because Tom is probably, what, the greatest prospect at heavyweight right now, like by a mile. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, who do you got in this main card opener? It's a banger, dude. I think if it, it – like, look, for, for Greg to win, he needs to get it done early on in the first round. After that, he's going to slow down too much. I don't think the card has probably improved too much since his last fight. Uh for Sergey, he could win it, but he's always going to be in danger even late in the round, so he's going to be really smart. I think the safe pick is Sergey, but I don't think Greg Hardy's a bad pick because Greg Hardy could nuke him at any point in the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page here. I think Greg Hardy, he's got the power um, to really do anything. I mean, he – I remember thinking like in that type of war fight, I'm not sure if you remember that first round, like he was tagging him up, and he looked – like, by far the greatest ever looked in his career. Like, the speed was on point. The power was on point. Like, Greg Hardy looked good that first round. I think I round. picked Greg Hardy, too, in that fight. Yeah, I did, too. I thought that was going to be the fight where, like, he, he leaps into title contention. Nah, man. And then he slowed down the second because, like, he's, like, a fat – He, you know what he – he talked about the media day yesterday. You know how much he weighs out of camp? How much? Just oh, guess. a lot, a lot. I know it's a lot. It was, like, 310. Holy – wait, what? 310, and he weighs right now 290. That's so it's like, weird. no wonder he has cardio problems, bro. Like, um, you need barbecue, bro. I believe he lives in Texas, so I don't blame him, you know? Um, <laughs> anyways, man, uh, I'm going to take serious people out here. Not confident at all about it, though. I really oh, no, think no, no, it's no. a fight, like, where Greg Hardy can't pull it off. Oh, yeah, most definitely. We're probably going to look at it in hindsight. We've been like, damn, we should have picked Greg Hardy. You know, I feel yeah. like, the lo- look, actually, I think this whole main card... I think there could be a lot outside of Kevin Holland, maybe Alex Oliveira. There could be a lot of well, in hindsight, looking back at it, I feel like it's gonna be one of those cards. 
I feel like almost da- like it feel I feel bad presenting this about Cowboy Oliver because he's always been one of my favorites. I feel like every single fight outside of that is a coin flip. Like every yeah. single one. Like I would not be surprised if the other person won. Like even Hanada Moikano took that fight in a super short notice just because I think he's a bad matchup for RDA, but because of the five rounds and picking against him. Um, damn, like I'm hyped for this main card, man. Very very hyped. Um, looking down to the undercard, my man. What are some of the fights that you're looking to, you know, talk about preview? You know, I gotta highlight the ladies once again, Josh. Marina Rodriguez versus Jan Shannon, a banger at strawweight. Marina Rodriguez, man, she's right there for a title shot, isn't she? She's right there. Obviously, Carlos Barza mm-hmm. is next in line, but dude, I've said it, Josh. I think at this weight class, this belt's gonna be moving, bro. I don't think Rose can be champ like for very long at this weight division, dude, because there's a girl. After each girl, there's another girl, Josh, right now in this weight class. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought that Rose should have lost her title in her last fight. So I think, like, I'm coming. We were on like, the same page. <laughs> if, if, dude, if she's struggling with Wei Li's, like, sh- like, wrestling, I'm not sure how it's going to go for fucking. I really don't know how it's going to go for her with uh, Carlos Sparza. I mean, we already know that it didn't work well the first time, but, like. <laughs> we'll see what happens the next time, man. Obviously, exactly. Rose has gotten better and Sparza's gotten better, but we're not there yet. No, we're not. Um, regardless though, I am, I am, you know, I'm pumped for this one. Um, winner of this has got to get a title shot. I mean, even if it's Jan or Jan Allen, like, well, I who else Jan is there? Would, I, I mean, I don't know Jan would get one. I mean, there's other, who else is there? I think they would want Jan to get another win because she just lost to Esparza. That's you know true, but I mean? who else would be there though? That's the problem. I mean, there has to be someone behind. This division has so many ladies right now. Let me, let me. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I I had it up a second ago. I had the. I mean, feel free. I could be wrong, but I don't believe there's really anybody at this point. Louis McCurrency Dern did just lose, so she kind of get did get knocked down. She hasn't and she hasn't gotten a win since then either. Yes, I guess no Nina Nunes. You're right. Tisha Torres most definitely not. Amanda Hebas is a little distance away. Says Amanda Limos. Bernadette Roba too, a little behind. So, I mean, the, but there is girls there, you know, like there is talent that can get there. Oh, yeah, they can eventually. That's no, there's no doubt. So I guess you're right. I guess the girl of this is pretty much set up for, for the, for maybe like a fight against Wei Li or a fight against shit. They, I'm saying it's Yan Shan on Wednesdays. They should just make the super fight in China. They should. They should. Um, but Yan, but Wei Li's going to be fighting Yoana in the summer. I don't know so, why they're doing that. Like, it was the banger of the fight the first time, but I'm like, dude, Yoana is like, fought, like, one time each year. I'm afraid about that, because I, you know what really sucks is when they have, like, a rematch of an awesome fight, and it's not the same. Oh, it, like, yeah. Like, does yeah. anybody even, uh, you know, you talk to a lot of new fans. Like, most people don't even know that Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner fought twice. I think I did know that. <laughs> yeah, it's, but regardless, it was, it was pretty fucking bad. That's why nobody remembers. Um... So I don't want them to ruin the memory of the first fight. But, yeah, I mean, I guess winner of that, maybe? I don't know. I mean, 115 is at a weird place. Like, if if Marina Rodriguez loses this, like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> the, the, That um, really sucks because they're going to have to do – if Whaley wins, they're going to have to do Whaley for the trilogy. Exactly. Like, there's not many options. Like, they should just well, – the, they should have Mackenzie Dern fight a can. So that way well, – No, wait, actually, I'm looking at it right now. Mackenzie Dern is fighting Tisha Torres. Ooh, the winner of that, then, maybe. And Amanda Limos is fighting Jessica Andrade. Whew. Okay, yeah, so maybe there's more than we're thinking of, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Amanda Hibas is fighting Michelle Watterson. And Verna Genaroba is fighting Angela Hill. So they got the division moving. 
Okay. All right. I follow that. I follow And that. Luana Pinero is fighting Jessica Penne, who's ranked above her, I believe. Is Jessica Penne even ranked? Yes. Wow. I had no idea that she was actually... Ranked 13th, bro. Come on. Wow, that's awesome. I, I knew that she's won a couple fights in a row, but, like... I, you in know, a row, she's, bro. She's an interesting story. I never thought in a million years that, like, she... Because she was so good, but then she had all that drama with, like, USADA and a bunch of other stuff, you know? Um... Yeah, she came back, and she's been winning fights, dude. Shout out her. Shout out. Shout out, shout out. Anyways, um, yeah, man, inter- that's a very interesting fight. But, dude, I mean, we're highlighting the women. I want to highlight the women's flyweight women, you know? Man, I'm pumped for this fight. I really am. I mean, I've, I've hyped up uh, Maria Agapova since, like, 2018, dude. Um, I wish she, she did have the slip-up against Shayna Dobson. It happens, but... She's got beef with uh, Marina Moroz. Like, they got real beef. Like, it's a flying, like, it's flying under the radar. Um, but these two used to train, actually, funnily enough, I think they trained at ATT together. Do you know the story? No, I don't. Please. So, Marina, uh, Maria Agapova left ATT. And Maria Moroz said that she left ATT because she was a drug addict who, like, Holy threatened shit. jab people and, like, a bunch of crazy shit. Now, I love Maria Agapova. Would not be surprised. <laughs> um, like, she, like, she, like, I remember one of the first things I read about her was that she does paintings, but, like, with her own blood. Like, the girl's fucking metal, okay? Um, that's a bit hardcore. That's that's metal as fuck, let's be honest. But regardless, D2 got massive, massive beef because of, like, Maria talking shit. And I was surprised to made this fight. Um, but yeah, man, it, I mean, and also Marina Moreau is coming off two wins in a row. Like she's always been very inactive, but she's like, you know what? I'm coming back for this one. Like, <laughs> uh, which I'm, I'm hyped for, dude. I really am hyped for it. I was in Marina Moreau. She's kind of been in the news recently because she's from Ukraine and she, I think she like made the headlines for like telling Vladimir Putin to go fuck himself or something. Uh, so shout out Marina Moreau. very hyped for this fight, man. I'm very, very excited for this one. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um, other fights on the card, man. Not a super deep one, at least in my opinion, but there are some underrated bangers. Uh, Brian Kelher taking on Umar Nurmagomedov. That's a huge one, at least in my opinion. Um, Brian Kelher has always kind of been the litmus test of featherweight. If you're if you're better than Brian Kelher, you're probably in the top 15. If you're not, you're outside the top 15. That's just the way it works. Um, and Umar, man, he's 13-0. and 0. Obviously, I believe he's a cousin of Habib. I believe that's the relation. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Excited for it. Obviously, Tim Elliott's also back. Is there any of the fights that I may have missed? KC represent. You know it. Yeah. Uh, What's it called? Kennedy Ejavuku. He's back at 205. I want to see him grow, man. I think he... I see him fight, but he's, like, eking them out. And it's just... I want him to get a good, solid win, dude, in the UFC. I don't think I've gotten that from him yet. <laughs> Not a tough guy in front of him, though. Uh... On top of that, Luva Klein, man, disappointed me, dude. In the last few fights, man, I don't know what's going on. I was so hyped up for him, dude. I kept hyping him each time he was in a fight. I'm like, you know, I know it didn't work out last time. I know it didn't work out last time. Shit. I don't know if it's going to work out this time, but I'm going to bring him up. He's fighting Devontae Smith. Mm. Yeah. And that's why it's going to be really good, dude. Uh, Devontae Smith, man, I remember he's not gone the way I thought he would. Like, I really, really thought this kid was going to be like a – and he still can. He's still only 28, but like – Man, like he's he's had some rough fights recently, man. He really has. But we'll see what happens here, man. I mean, both these guys were both prospects at one point, and they've run into some struggles, you know. But we'll see what happens, man. We'll have to see what happens. 
Yeah, man, I believe that's that's all for this card. At least is uh, interesting fights, guys. I, I do want to give a quick shout out. Jalen Turner's back. I, I love that kid. Very big fan of him. Shout um, out. Yeah, big fan of that kid. Um, yeah, overall, nice card. It's definitely one for the hardcores. I'll put it like that. Like they got the casual fight at the top with, with Colby and Maswell, but looking on but, down, but, into, the, but the main card is built well to be. Bonda. It is. Honestly, exactly. it starts off well. It has a good build up. I think they did a good job constructing the main card for once, which in recent time, uh, that's been a very big it's struggle for them. I mean, UFC, yeah. you know, if you want to hire someone, you know, to help you organize the main card, you know, just organize the main card. That's it. You know, the bout order, you know, hit me up. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, um, if they ever need somebody, we, they can hire us, dude. It'll, it'll, it'll go great. No, nah, fuck um, that. They just need me, Josh. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. I'll just fuck myself then. Just kidding. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, as far as, like, is there anything else you may be missing in the sports world that you want to talk about before we close out? I mean, shit. Do you want to talk about Bellator since we talked about it last week? Oh, yeah. Correct. I forgot about Bellator. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to really talk about with this one. Um, I mean, look, dude. Gagar, there's no, there's no easy way to put this. Gagar Musashi beat the shit out of Austin Vanderford. Dude, that was devastating. That was a devastating, a fucking loss for Austin Vanderford. I did not think it would end that quickly. I thought, it, I thought it was to be. I thought Austin was gonna maybe take him down early on in the first round, make Gagar really grind it out. Gagar has to come back and fight. It was not the case at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was rough, dude. It was really, really rough. Um. I remember thinking, like, he was – I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, he might be able to pull it off, like Austin Vanderford. Because I thought, like, you know, he's young, he's super tough, great, great wrestler. Nah, man, no, no chance, not at all. Gegard's uh, just he, that guy. Yeah, man, Gegard's that dude. He really, really is. He beat the hell out of him. Um, you know it's bad when they get in that fetal position, Josh. Like, I'm going to just be honest. When he turned over to yeah. the side and he got in that fetal position, covered up, I was just like... Yeah, everybody said that he might have been an injury, but apparently not. Damn. Like, there's been nothing That actually kind of makes sense if you think, looking back at it, the way he ended up, like, you know, rolling over to the side like that. Like, it could have made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was an injury, too, at first, but, like, it's been, like, a week since this fight, and he hasn't come out with anything. So I'm, I'm starting to think maybe yeah, we, we, he just... We would have found that out. Pretty much right after the fight, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, so obviously we, we, we don't know. But anyways. Um, you know, also, Kavanaugh. Yeah, that's what I'm about to bring up. The co-main event, dude. This was a, a surprising one. It's an upset. Liam, Liam McCourt losing to Sinead Kavanaugh. And by the way, um, Sinead Kavanaugh is going to fight Cyborg next, apparently. Dude, I can't believe they even mentioned that. Or that's even a thought. I mean, is that is that confirmed? That's what I saw on Twitter. I didn't watch this fight I, live. I, I saw some shit on that on Twitter. From what I heard, dude, I heard that Leo McCourt had some low-level IQ, bro. I guess apparently Sinead fucked up her leg in the final round and she took her down. I think That's, it was two. I think it was like two rounds. Dude. There was two rounds where uh, she could have capitalized on it and she just didn't. Uh, don't know what happened there, man. Disappointed for her. But we said it though. We even said like, do not doubt Sinead Kavanaugh going to this fight. She could actually do something. Yeah, for sure. And she did, dude. I mean, I'm a big fan of saying Kavanaugh. Like I've said it before, the record does not always tell the tale. She's a gamer, dude. She comes to bang, and she's tough as shit. Like, you're not going to have an easy fight against her. And, you know, it didn't work out. It did not work out for Leah McCord, which, you know, 
sucks because I would have much rather seen her versus Cyborg, but I guess they're going to run it back because they have nobody else. So that yeah. that's really lame. But, it is. you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, not a whole lot to talk about this card, honestly. I mean, Brett John's got a nice win. You know, our, our boy, Kirill Slendikov, lost. So that sucked. Shout out Baby Fedor, though. Not surprised. <laughs> yeah, same here. Happens. Then. Um, yeah, man, not a whole lot to talk about, at least in my opinion. No, no, it was a, it was a lighter. I think it was it had its fights, but it wasn't anything too exciting. Obviously, the big Bellator card is still yet to come, right? You have Bellator to London, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, and obviously that one's you know, this, different though because yeah, all the yeah. stuff in the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, no, everything going on in the world, right? Well, not in the world, I should say, but in 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 Europe, if we're being specific, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously that's changed some stuff, and we don't know what's going to happen with certain fight shit. We don't even know what's going to happen for certain UFC events. Mm-hmm. And speaking about that too, Josh, uh, fuck, I actually don't even have the agenda pulled up right now. I feel so dumb. But oh, it's okay. So that's where we ended up. Okay. Uh, what else was I going to bring up? Boxing, dude. Do we? Yeah, you, you kept up with anything with boxing? Out of curiosity. Uh, in terms of recent fights. Yes, there was a few uh, announcements being made. Obviously, Canelo. He had Canelo, his press conference we, yeah, we, yesterday. We, he's going to be fighting, yeah, B-Vol. We know about that one. Um, May. And the Triple G trilogy. And Yeah, that too. But Triple G's fighting as well. He just had his first day at camp yesterday, day before yesterday. Yeah. And, and he got a fight got change. Confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I got moved. Yeah, that one's confirmed now. Not, uh, what is it, Murata. Um, so that should be fun, but... I wouldn't even be surprised if uh, Rana pulls that one off. Although, who knows? I mean, Triple G still got a. He's older, man, but he's still so good. Like, there's a reason why he's still champ, you know? Facts, 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 facts. What else was I going to bring up with that? Also, are we got you YouTube boxing this week. Yeah, I was going to say, Deji's about to fuck shit. Dude, what do you mean? Tommy Temper, dude. He's going to take down Jake Paul. I'll put it like this, Josh. I heard. I heard look, I'm going to say this, Josh. I heard Tommy has hands. Really? I heard Tommy has hands. I've heard Tommy has hands. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. Cross. I don't know. If we, I don't know. We haven't talked about YouTube boxing or YouTube anything related lately in a while. But it, we, I hadn't brought it up because you know this one hasn't been hyped up too much. No, no, it's really low key. I forgot it was happening until I got a press release about it yesterday. Well, it, well, it's a weird. It's an it's a UK versus USA card with some, you know, not the biggest of YouTubers, but like big personalities in her own little space, you know. Yeah. So as far as the fights going down. Uh, it's going to be Deji versus Alex Oslabi in the main event. Co-main is, event, King Kenny versus Face Temper. Those are the big two, honestly. I mean, there's some other names on there, but nothing relevant to, I'd say, like, a lot of people would know outside of those guys. Yeah, there's only, there's only a couple guys that I know, anyway. I mean, I'll be watching it. I'm going to check it out. It's only 10 bucks for the pay-per-view, which, honestly, these guys, they priced that perfectly. You know what I mean? They did. That's the They found the sweet spot. I remember whenever everybody, like, I'm not sure if you remember. When, the first the KSI fight against... Um, it was 10 oh bucks? No, no, no. I mean, the first one was free against Joe Weller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, and then the they one did after that. And everybody was like, oh, my God. Like, they were complaining about it. And, like, they did, like, 1.7 million buys. For $10. Like, something insane. $10, Josh. Shit, dude. For 10 bucks, I'll watch it, you know? I mean, I'm going to watch this one for $10, man. I mean, shit, I watched BKFC last week for 10 bucks too. Or whatever it was. Exactly. I was entertained. Exactly. Oh. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, right, for this week. I mean, what do we got next week? Looking ahead, I know. Fuck, what is that, man? Is that Thiago Santos? Am I, am I that mistaken? That is Thiago Santos. Oh, man, I love this fight. Versus Magomed Ankalaev. Oh, Marlon Moraes, 
Song, Song and Dong. Song Alex Caceres, Sadiq Yusuf. Oh, that's a, that's a banger. Drew Dober, Rick Glenn. They, Alex Bahia. Alex Bahia. Ooh, this is a low-key banger. Dude, this is banger. I can't believe we didn't know about this. AJ Fletcher. Okay, Chris Moutinho. I like it. Miranda, Miranda Maverick. Maverick. Stepping on a short note to take on Sabina Mazzo. I like Don't show. fight. I'm excited for next week already, dude. Yeah, same dude. It's going to be a hell of a show. I mean, is, is there And a recap? Else? And the pay-per-view recap? It's going to be, dude, all bangers. Such same as this episode, guys. All bangers. You know it. You know you enjoyed this one. Hit it, Josh. Hit it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, I'm at Josh Evanoff on Twitter. Follow me. He's at Undertaker01. Follow him at Courtside Sound for all things learning the show. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace and butt grease. Mouse click. <laughs>